Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Congressman Swazi, running for governor, what made you jump into this race against Governor Kathy Hochul? Well, I'm very concerned about the state of New York. More people left New York State last year than any other state in the United States of America. Uh, I'm sick of the discourse in our country with everybody on the far left and the far right controlling the conversation. I want people to work together. I've been working on that my whole career. I'm the vice chair of the Problem Solvers Caucus in Congress, 29 Democrats, 29 Republicans trying to find common ground. It's the only way that we actually got the infrastructure bill done. Even Mitch McConnell voted for it. He doesn't vote for anything like that. And uh, I'm concerned about my party, Democratic Party. I think that they're not talking about the things that people are most concerned about. People are most concerned about in New York State right now crime and affordability, which is, you know, affordability is taxes and utility rates. And uh, it's just people are leaving the state in droves. So, uh, and, and New York State's the most corrupt state in the United States of America. That's the Washington Post, not me saying that. And I felt like it, everything I've done in my life has prepared me for this particular job at this particular time to help turn things around. I'm a CPA. I'm a, an attorney. I was the mayor of my hometown, a small city, for eight years. I was the county executive, one of the biggest counties in the country, for eight years, bigger than 11 states. And I've been in Congress for five and a half years. And this is my, uh, my time to try and really turn things around. Now, you, you said that Kathy Hochul... Uh, you blamed her for creating a culture of corruption in Albany. Uh, what's a few examples or the example of uh, why you said that? Well, first, we start out that New York State's the most corrupt state in the United States of America. We've seen three governors leaving scandal, the Attorney General Snyderman, uh, Hevesy, Silver, Bruno, Skelos, dozens of other elected officials all leaving scandal. Now, Lieutenant Governor uh, Benjamin just uh, got indicted as well for corruption and bribery. That was her first decision. Uh, as governor. It was her decision, her decision alone. Uh, there were things swirling around, ethical questions with lieutenant, the lieutenant governor's selection when she first made it. It was in the papers. A simple Google search told you that. Uh, it was brought up the day he was announced. Uh, in November, it came out that uh, he didn't disclose that he was subpoenaed by the, f- the federal government uh, in his disclosure forms. She still stood by him. She actually put him in charge of bail reform. I mean, crime is one of the biggest issues we face in Buffalo and down in New York City and throughout the state. And the guy who said he wanted to defund the police uh, is who she put in charge of negotiating criminal justice issues. Uh, and uh, the secretive nature of, you know, we all love the Buffalo Bills, but, I mean, she, she announced that deal four days before the budget was due after secretive negotiations. She, adou- she didn't even announce her crime plan. She, she leaked it to the press uh, a week before the budget was due. Uh, they said that she's been more secretive. This is Blair Horner from the New York Public Interest Research Group. 
in Albany for 30 years. He said he's never seen a more secretive budget process the 30 years that he's been there. So, you know, New York State's got a problem. We've always had a problem. It's an insider's game, and she's just following the same old playbook. She raised more money than Cuomo did. She raised more money than Spitzer did, more money than Patterson did, more money than Pataki did in a shorter period of time. And it's not from the people. It's from the businesses that do business with the state of New York, people trying to get a cannabis license, people trying to who own a nursing home, trying to, a developer trying to get help, uh, the Buffalo Bills. I mean, Delaware North, where her husband is the general counsel. I mean, it's the same old Albany mess that we've been dealing with for years. Uh, when I was county executive in Nassau County, I started a thing called Albany.com, where I said I would defeat a Democrat in the Assembly and a Republican in the State Senate. I would only support Democrats. I'm a Democrat. I would only support Democrats. But I wouldn't. I, w- I would beat a Democrat in the Assembly and a Republican in the State Senate until they started listening to us. I defeated a Democrat in the Assembly. I defeated a Republican in the State Senate. I was made the president of the New York State County Executives Association, and they started listening. And I got a Medicaid cap, saved Erie County and every county in the state, as well as New York City, billions of dollars. Now I want to go back piece by piece, piece by piece of of what you just mentioned. Starting obviously here in Buffalo, that stadium talk is uh, is still uh, circulating. Uh, the way the governor, the way the state handled the bill's negotiations, is there something you would have done differently? Absolutely. I would have been a much more open process. I wouldn't have the taxpayers paying for the whole thing. I mean, you know, there's money coming not only from the state, but coming from Erie County as well. So the Erie County taxpayers getting a double hit. Uh, it's the most lucrative uh, deal in the history of the NFL. We get a biggest giveaway of taxpayer dollars ever in the history of the NFL. Uh, and you don't have to do it that way. I quite frankly would have had a more of a public process to, to debate whether it should have been out in the suburbs or whether it should have been in downtown. My, my natural inclination, I'm willing to be, be educated otherwise, is that it should have been in the downtown because you could have given the developer uh, the rights, the owners, along with the developer if they wanted or on their own, to do more uh, retail and housing and office around the stadium. And it could have been a great opportunity for economic development in the downtown of Buffalo. The developer could have made the money. That could have paid for the stadium instead of it paid for by the taxpayers. Uh, I would have gone through a process where the people had a chance to debate this and to see if there could be other economic benefits to this. I mean, when everything's said and done, we want a new stadium for the Bills. We want them to be successful. It's a great ex- – they're the only New York team right now. You know, the Jets and the Giants are really in New Jersey. And for eight games a year, is it, should we be spending a billion dollars of taxpayer money for eight games a year out in the suburbs that doesn't have any other throw-off. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of tailgating. It's a lot of exciting times. But it's, there can be more to this uh, than just eight games a year. This could be a, a major economic engine if it was done the right way. And listen, why couldn't there just have been a public process? Why, why four days before the budget due, it comes out and it's put into the budget? And the, the governor, quite frankly, you know, this was her main objective. It, she gave away the store on the rest of the budget. We already have the highest taxes in the United States of America here in New York State, higher than any other state in the country. Uh, we got a rising crime rate. Uh, we have we have people leaving the state in droves. We got kids in schools that have been left behind for generations. And this was the big focus of hers was to get this done in a secret secretive deal. I don't think it was the right way to, be, to do it.
Now, you also mentioned bail reform, and, and one of your main agendas, the actually the first thing on the list, is to fix the failed bail reform. Where do you think, um, wh- what of the bail reform do you think needs to be fixed? I think that every judge should be given the discretion to consider dangerousness. Uh, that's what 49 other states have. That's what the federal government has. That's what the mayor of New York City and other mayors are asking for. That's what police commissioners are asking for throughout the state. That's what district attorneys are asking for throughout the state. Uh, that's what uh, most experts say we should do. Instead, the, the state legislature and Governor Hochul are saying, no, we need more data. Uh, we want to be different than 49 other states in the United States of America. Yeah, we see the crime rate is going up, but we don't think it's related to the fact that New York State changed its laws dramatically in 2019 related to bail reform, related to raise the age, which is actually encouraging young people to be given guns from older gang members, uh, including uh, the discovery process. I mean, it's just, this should be a hair on fire issue. I've, I've been going to vigils for people getting killed, and this ruins people's lives. Not just the people that are killed, but the neighborhoods, the families, the businesses that are getting robbed, uh, the people that are afraid to walk out in the streets. Uh, this is a serious issue. should be all hands on deck, hair on fire. Bring all the experts in. Bring in the police commissioners. Bring in the correctional facilities. Bring in the mental health experts. Uh, bring in the social service workers. Uh, bring in the legislators. Bring in the parole and probation and police commissioners. Let's all sit down and let's develop a comprehensive plan. Let's all work together. You think it's this. I think it's that. You think it's this. I think it's that. Let's all figure out a, together a comprehensive plan to address the rising crime issue that is terrorizing families uh, in Buffalo, uh, in New York City, in Rochester, uh, and in other places throughout the state. This is an all-hands-on-deck issue. I'm a proven executive, CPA, attorney, mayor, county executive. I ran the 12th largest police department in the United States of America, bigger than Detroit or Boston, when I was county executive in Nassau County. A budget bigger than 11 states. I know how to do this stuff. I know how to bring people together, even people with differing views, to figure out, okay, what can we agree upon? Let's have a comprehensive plan to address crime. I've laid out a 15-point plan related to intervention and prevention. Short-term, immediate stuff we need to do to protect people, make them feel safe right now, and long-term stuff we need to do uh, to address the systemic inequities that exist in our society. Can't be more money. We already have the highest taxes in the United States of America. We already spend more on programs than any other place in the country. Let's run things better. Let's bring health and human services into our schools to help our children so that we can prevent problems before they become big problems. As Desmond Tutu used to say, we spent a lifetime pulling people out of the river. Let's go upstream and stop them from falling in the river in the first place. You said you know, New York, one of the highest tax states in the country. Uh, what is your plan to attack that? You know, every every campaign season, it seems that that stat is brought up, uh, but little has changed. What's your idea to uh, change the tax structure in New York State? Well, you know, I, I did this once before, and I campaigned on a property tax cap, and I lost that race, but then I was appointed by the governor, two governors, as chairman of the New York State Commission on Property Tax Relief. Uh we need to reduce taxes in New York State now, not just cap them. We need to reduce income taxes by 10%. We need to reduce property taxes. We spend two and a half times the cost of the national average on Medicaid, more than Texas and Florida combined. Texas and Florida are both bigger than New York State. New York State spends more than Texas and Florida combined on Medicaid, uh, rife with waste, fraud, and abuse. Uh, we spend more per student than any state in the United States of America, but our results aren't any better. We need to re 
rethink the way we're doing things. And the big things in my mind are, one, we need to bring health and human service programs into our schools to help kids at a young age instead of leaving them out there in the field where adults show up at the window and look for a check and when things are already far too gone in their lives, but instead focus more on prevention at a young age for young kids. Uh, and number two, we have more mandates from the state of New York than any other state in the country. More mandates than any other state in the country. Let's change from mandates towards guidelines. And school districts that are doing well, leave them alone. Let them keep on doing what they're doing. Stop trying to give them a bunch of bureaucracy and rules that drive up costs and don't give you better results. And for schools that are in trouble, focus our resources on helping those schools that are in trouble to lift up the kids. Because if kids don't succeed in schools at a young age, they can't possibly succeed in life. Fifty uh, percent of the people in jail have a learning disability. Seventy-five percent of the people in jail have a drug, alcohol, or mental health issue. Let's focus on helping kids at a young age, uh, and let's do it by using existing federally funded, state funded, locally funded, not-for-profit programs, helping the schools to deal with the social problems that exist in the schools, not the money problems, not the academic problems. They're really social problems that exist. Uh, Congressman, let me ask you, because you're in Congress, uh, you see, you know, the, the right, the left, the far left. Uh, do you think right now, and this goes more back to the, the bail reform, do you think right now there is an issue in the Democrat Party between moderate Democrats and far left Democrats? Absolutely. It's a, it's a major problem. You know, when Byron Brown lost his primary to India Walton, a Democratic Socialist, uh, Democrats were wringing their hands. Oh, socialism is such a bad message for Democrats. To fund the police is such a bad message for Democrats. We owe, we got to do something about it. Nobody did anything. Everybody, most of the mainstream people went and endorsed India Walton, who's on the Democratic line. I'm the only politician in New York State that came up to Buffalo. I raised money for Byron Brown. I campaigned for Byron Brown on a write-in candidacy and helped him to win that race. Because why? Because I feel so strongly that we're losing the base of the Democratic Party. we got to get back to the basics. You know, I'm campaigning on, on crime and taxes. People say, oh, that's a Republican message, crime and taxes. No, it's not. Democrats are concerned about crime and taxes, too. And we got to start talking about the stuff that people care about. When we lost to Trump in 2016, I went to a big meeting in Washington, D.C. with a bunch of Democrats from all over the country. And I will never forget this union guy that said, the Democrats used to show up at the church picnics and show up at the bars and talk to us about what we were concerned about. We don't see them there anymore. That just hit me over the head. Now, we have to focus on the basic things that people care about. And they care right now about crime and taxes and affordability. And they care about the kids in school. So that's what I'm focused on. I'm focused on the things that people care about. I don't care what these, the, the lefties are, are saying or the far righties are saying. I care about what the people are saying, and the people want relief. They, they can't take it anymore. There's a reason people are leaving our state. And New York State, upstate, has really got it worse than the rest of the state because everything's driven by New York City politics, and we pass all these laws, we pass all these rules, we pass all these taxes, and New York City, they can take it. They're the economic engine of the world. They've got an economic engine that can take all that oppression, all that high cost. The downstate suburbs are feeding off of the mothership of New York City. But upstate New York, they're suffering. If they don't have, if you don't have a college or a hospital or a jail or a major tourism destination, you can't possibly survive because it's so oppressive because of all the rules and regulation and costs that come down from the state. We need to reverse that tide. 
Let me just say one other thing, if I can, Joe. When I was born in 1962, we had 45 members of Congress from New York State. That's based upon our relative population to the rest of the country. Today, we have 27 members of Congress, and it's going down to 26 with the new census next year. We are losing influence in the country. People are leaving our state in huge numbers. Upstate went through this for the past 20 years. Buffalo's come back a little bit over the past uh, 10 years. But we've lost dramatic numbers over the past 30, 40, 50 years. If we don't reverse this tide, New York will continue to decline. We'll continue to lose our tax base. We'll continue to break up families that are, kids are moving away because they can't find a job. They can't afford to live here. Everybody who's listening to your show knows somebody that moved to Florida, moved to North Carolina, moved to South Carolina, moved to Georgia, moved to Texas, moved to Arizona. We are losing. we got to be in the winning game again. We want to be in the winning column, uh, like the Mets are, like the Bills are going to be. So let's, let's win. Let's win for New York State. Let's win for our families. Let's deal with crime. Let's deal with taxes. Let's deal with affordability. Let's break up the corruption in New York State and stop turning a blind eye to it and playing the same old, same old game. Vote for Tom Swazi and Diana Reyna and help us turn this place around. Bring New York State back to the people again. Congressman, I do have one more question for you, something we haven't touched on. Uh, and this is actually in the uh, in the Times Union this morning, talking about how quickly marijuana sales have started in New Jersey. While here in New York, it still seems to be you know, kind of creeping up, creeping up. It, it, it's, it's a very slow process. Uh, do you have anything to say on that? Listen, it's the whole insider game of, of, of New York. I mean, there, there's so many rumors out of, out of Albany about if you want to try and get involved in the cannabis business, make sure you contribute to the local campaign. I mean, I, I've heard it so many times. All the lobbyists were told, you have to raise 250 grand uh, for the governor. Uh, there's a reason our state is broken. There's a reason that we're declared the most corrupt state in the United States of America by the Washington Post we got to shake things up. You know, people are dying over in Ukraine right now for freedom and democracy. Freedom and democracy is politics. We've got freedom and democracy in America. We're not using it the right way because freedom and democracy only works when there's competition, where candidates debate each other and say, I've got a better idea than you. I have better experience than you. I can lift more people up than you can. I can make it better for people than you can. Let's have that debate in New York State. Don't let the governor get away with not having any debates or only having two debates in downstate New York. Demand that there be debates in upstate New York. Now, I'll, I'll agree to any debate, any time, any place about any issue to figure out how we can turn around New York State. I, I've been doing this for a long time. I'm giving up Congress because I feel so strongly that we have to turn our state around and make it work for the people again. And I hope the people of Buffalo and Erie County will consider helping me in that process. And Congressman will be able to see at least two uh, debates with everyone on the Democrat ticket. Uh, WCBS hosting that first one on June 7th. Governor Hoke will be there, and I assume you'll be there as well? Absolutely, I'll be there. Congressman Tom Swazi, go Mets and uh, go Cyclones, and we'll talk soon. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. That is Congressman Tom Swazi. He is running against... Governor Kathy Hochul and other Democrats in the Democrat primary. And as I said, that first debate that the governor has agreed to will be June 7th. Broadcast downstate on WCBS. I'm sure there will be an affiliate or two carrying it here in Western New York as well. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 